Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yo, yo, hey, 
man. Weekend, uh, yeah, we was busy, man. Saturday, quick Sunday, uh, downtown, downtown Memphis, man. Karaoke brunch. You know, it was a good look for three kings, man. But uh, yeah, it was it was nice, man. It was a lot of a uh, lot of wagons, a lot of wagons at the uh, at the brunch, man. <laughs> the big slab of prime rib on the table wasn't the only yeah. thing that was cooking, huh? Yeah, they were dragging them wagons, man. <laughs> exactly. Man, look, I, I, I want to skip to me a little bit, but I got to start with Tristan Thompson, bro. Like, we got Tristan Thompson. We got a flagrant foul, two shots in the ball here. Tristan Thompson got caught swapping spit with two more four dashing women. A clerk got dashing at home breaking, about to go on later. Hey, but we all know the uh, the curse of the Kardashian women. Uh, they have wrecked the lives and careers of so many uh, prominent black athletes. Um, I think it's a good thing for Tristan. I think you know, you know, it's it looking at it as a scandal right now. But Tristan Thompson is going to be an all star next year. All right, <laughs> because he's trying to break the Kardashian curse. He is getting with other women. All right, I mean, and in, in doing this, he's going to have a great year next year. That's a good point, Jr. That's a good point. It's kind of like when the Red Sox had to break that long curse. You know, they had to do something to buck the trend. They tried all kinds of different stuff, and then maybe, maybe, just maybe, the the Kardashian, the black aura of the Kardashian family will uh, be lifted over over these young men that are coming up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, there you go. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, look here. 
we got the suck and spit swap for Tristan also. Shattered Twitter with his messy poon hop snag. He's like, bro, I ain't never seen Twitter pop like this over this fucking dude. He's, his fucking place lips all over my Twitter, Instagram, my Facebook. It was trying to see Tristan. I mean, like, the dude ever been just popping for And I feel like this, y'all. LeBron James has some trumpet. He can't be trumped by somebody lowering him. I think he'll be trying to trade him with this. If he comes to just no trading. I ain't gonna put foul start. You gonna try to trump me with your joke scandal? Oh, no. You gone, bro. JC, that's a good point. What do you think, man? Well, uh, like you said, okay, and another point also, guys, that we're failing to forget. We're Canadian. So, you know, you know, like, I mean, Canadians are a little bit different. You know, a little bit weird. So, I think that comes to play also as far as how sloppy uh, Tristan has been uh, with all of this, man. Uh, the fact that he's Canadian, I think, plays a, plays a factor into it. And then also, it's bad time and playoffs right around the corner. Um, and then, yeah, you know, if LeBron does start to play in Cleveland next year, yeah, I could see him uh, playing GM and, uh, and, and giving uh, Tristan the boot there. So, so quick aside, out of the three of us, I think LeBron's going to take off. What do you guys think? You know what? If, if not, if if he doesn't say, if he doesn't say Cleveland, I'll, I'll say Houston. Wherever he goes, I think what I think what he wants to do is like he. He came to Cleveland, he was a successful start. He went to Miami, started winning championships. He came back to Cleveland, put Cleveland on the map, won them a championship. And now, depending on no matter what happens this year, he's going to say to himself, I can win championships wherever I go, that's going to be my legacy. Pretty much. I feel that way. But Martin Mark going to Houston, J.C. is you got to resign Chris Paul. you got to James Harden. It's going to be a signing trade because he came to the sign they're capped out in Houston to try to sign a trade like Ryan Anderson and Eric Gordon or something to try to trade in Houston on a four-year max deal. But then give him Ashley one wants to play ball and help out the run. That's the other, that's the other key, too. Mm, not likely. Yeah. So, the fun how they do an outright signing and Houston don't have the cap base to do it. Like, unless you sign... LeBron first and let Chris Paul and the bird right sign Chris Paul after you sign LeBron. But I got I gotta look into the cap stuff stuff on it, but it's yeah, that's what I think of right now. J C let me ask you this, like he hasn't really played in a in a I mean I guess Miami's a big market. I wouldn't call it a major market, like we're talking with you know New York, Los Angeles, as you brought up Houston's a much bigger market than Miami. So what <clears throat> what do you think how do you think that factors in? Do you think you may might want to go? to one of these bigger, you know, bigger markets and then at least try his hand at that. I mean, if he's kind of on the, you know, second half of his career, so to speak, maybe he wants to do that before he uh, retires. And that's, that's a great point, Beckler. Um, You know, thinking about a guy who, you know, at this point, you know, wants to be the first with $1 billion athlete, um, a guy that, you know, is very concerned about his brand globally, May, may, it may be very well, you know, at this point in his career, he has rings. He'll, he'll be back in the finals again this year. You know, why not put yourself in a position in a bigger market, also with a team that can, can compete, you know, for uh, for more championship rings in the future. So I think, I think all that's going to play, you know, play a factor in his decision. 
decision. But I, I'm just ready for another <laughs> summer of LeBron. You know, it's going to be another interesting couple of months here. And all the praise or criticism that's going to come his way for whichever franchise he chooses. Ray Lewis, hmm. a man who likes to use God as his little crush. He wants to attack people. He fights all God around, and then he tries to always cover his tracks. But as Louis D calls Ray Lewis, I think he's some of the rounds with soon. I'm just being honest about him. That's why I think Ray Lewis is. But Ray Lewis says, Odell Beckham has removed God from his life. How is this man who allegedly may have killed some people in Atlanta, trying to say someone has moved off their lives or allegedly hearing really two people from their lives? I'm just saying. So, what are you all's take on Ray Lewis and how he likes his God as this uh, weapon against people he wants to or uses to? cover himself from criticism on, on other stuff. How he should use God as his shield to get around, do dirt, dirt, or whatever he wants to do, but, but all under the roots of God. Mm, you want to go first on that one, Yeah, I mean, just real quick, I'll, I'll throw it to you, JC, after this, but I mean, whatever his motivations are, Ray Lewis, it's, whomever you're talking about is best between them. If they're a religious person, then it's between them and how they, you know, worship and how they hold their religion if they're not a religious person then they don't really have anything to, to say to the, the point that you're making if they're not a religious person they don't have a relationship with God so it's a non-starter so I, it's always best to me <clears throat> unless you're having a conversation about religion same thing with politics leave religion and politics out of it and just deal with the, the uh, facts as you know them yeah um and like you said, you know, I think uh, J. Cole said it best in a song he had uh, had out about a year or two ago called False Prophets. And I, I definitely uh, classify Ray Lewis uh, amongst uh, that category of false prophets there. Um, and you talk about a guy who basically <laughs> escaped a murder charge uh, in Atlanta almost, what, 16, 17 years ago now. And he just, he puts himself out there as this is holier than thou person. When Ray Lewis got what? Uh, four, five, six, you know, different kids, maybe more than that. I, I, may, I may be off my count there, but like, I just, when did Ray Lewis just become like this spiritual leader for, for athletes, black athletes, you know, in, in general? Like, it's one thing, it's one thing to mentor somebody, but I think, I think Ray Lewis probably better third to do those type of things behind behind the scenes. Yep. I think that sets himself up for failure when he puts himself out there uh, a public face, you know, as, um, you know, this, this guy firing brimstone and, you know, cast down on all these athletes that are misbehaving. When, bro, you just, okay, the murder charge, Odell didn't murder anybody. <laughs> you know, like, it's, they, these players have not done anything as serious as theirs to what Ray Lewis has been through. You bring up a good point. I I I don't want to step on you, but you brought up a good point, JC. And that was a lot of the stuff should be done in the background. You know, a lot of the stuff is done in the background. Most of the 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 most um, 
philanthropic and generous things that a lot of people of notoriety do, we don't we don't know about. We'll never know about. Like these people have done right. things that we'll, we don't know about. They'll they'll cut checks. They'll give time, and we don't ever hear about it because they do it altruistically. They do it, you know, uh, of, they give of them own their own selves with for not for notoriety. But I think the point you're making is it seems like he might be doing this to to keep himself in the spotlight or to get himself into the spotlight more. Uh, so on and so forth, and I think you might be right about that. And Absolutely. You know what's a pattern here? Yeah. You know what's a pattern here? Deion Sanders, mm. mm-hmm. Michael Irvin, uh, Warren Sapp. Uh, let's go for somebody else. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. You have these guys, Chris Carter. They reach out to these one quote mentor these young players when he's something like, nah, I'm good. Then they turn on them and attack them. Mm, that's yeah, exactly. That's a good point too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit me on the head there, boss. Like I said, and these players are not dumb. Like they, they know that you know these cats like Chris Carter, Dion, Michael Irvin, they're, they're they are self-serving. You know, with the things that they do. So, and like their lives are a mess. You know, come on, like I'm supposed to take advice from Warren Sapp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. A guy who got booed off NFL Network for, uh, you know, uh, kicking with prostitutes. Like, you know, it's like, I mean, it's like, you know, basically, you know, the old adage of, you know, don't throw stones in a glass house. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as look at yourself first. And, like, if, if your house is truly in order, okay, then, you know, come help me or come into me. And even then, don't do it in a way where, you know, you're trying to get some type of shine or fame off of it. Like, if you real brother of mine and, you know, you really want to see me do well, like, you just counsel me behind the scenes. And it, it, at that point, if I choose to put out who helped me to get to a better you know, place in my life, then I'll say, you know, this person helped me. But, like you said, you know, Ray Lewis and those type of guys, they, they really serve themselves. And it's, it's all, you know, it's, it's, it's all for, uh, for the media. That, that's that, all it is, so. Yep, yeah. that's the exact point that I was thinking of when when uh, you were leading up to the, the point of your statement was that they they do these things because they want to hit their wagon to this person's future success. So if they put it out there that they help this young man, he then becomes successful. Then they don't have to say anything about them helping the kid. They the media will do it for them. Everybody else will say, "Oh yeah, right. remember when so and so helped him?" And that's a disservice right. to the young man because you don't know what you know. Maybe the, the advice they gave him was terrible, you know? Like, maybe, for instance, you know, if you were to help a young tennis star and you coach them up and said, hit it where they ain't, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's crazy how, you know, what people be doing, man. So we got this guy. NFL. Well, I said this. The Blue Rose jerseys will not be used in football. Thank God for that. The Colorado jerseys were horrible. What I've seen with Tennessee, Jacksonville, Mustard, this is the top blue Kool-Aid. Terrible. So, are you all glad Thursday Night Football will be now color rushless now? Yeah, because I was going color blind. <laughs> with all those. Uh, <laughs> I put those, uh, those colors, man. Uh, I think the worst from my, uh, my perspective was uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, color rush jersey. All those were horrible, man. Like the, the cattle colors, jersey there, and the Rams were pretty bad. Also. And the Rams yeah. all yellow? I, I'm more of a fan yeah. of when they go back to, like, I, I'm not a, like, I don't, whatever. I mean, you, you put, like, the the color combo of your team, I'm more of a classic 
I kind of, when it comes to jerseys, I like the classic jerseys, classic logos, that type of stuff. Not because I'm like some kind of you know logo purist. I just think they look cool. You know, the art, the art was still cool. Now it's it's almost like the, it's too modern to me. You know, it's like too modern, too futuristic. Exactly. Yeah, and also we got the guys, Trevor Davis up with Falcons was arrested for saying, asking uh, his girl he was with at the, at the LAX, you, you got um, my man. Now I make a bomb joke at the airport. What was he thinking? Like, he basically was, are you a Florida man by each other? But no, you're not a Florida man, Trevor. You're just a dumb man. Like, what are you doing? Like, funny, to me, now you got a, you, now you got a record and got a report on May 3rd now for being stupid. Yeah, 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 you got to talk to them to being dumb, man. Uh, that's just something you don't do, especially, you know, in these days and times. That's something you don't even play with, man. Exactly. And then look at the guy, uh, who's the actor? Uh, uh, the guy from, uh, uh, TJ, TJ Miller. You know what you guys know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah. uh, the guy called in, he called in a bomb threat, but it wasn't on a plane, it was like on a train or something like that. But he got arrested when he got off when he got off his flight uh, a couple of days ago. You know, it's just something you don't you don't play with, man. We got a couple of stories before you close the shop and get that guys. Two full stories here for you. One's a Florida man trespassing the police guys. A typical Florida man fact: he went and got him a two-piece of spot Popeye <laughs> spicy with some fries and some potatoes. It was jamming to future and rammed the car to the police station. <laughs> I don't care what what story we have. If it involves Popeyes, it it, it is always the same. It's original from Popeyes. <laughs> That's yes. Yeah. I, I always get it. Oh, can't have this fight. Oh man, come on, yeah. bro! I can't handle this fight. Man, gotta, gotta go with the original. That's that's because gotta go, gotta go my house. Gotta go my house. You're uh. You're spicy. You're spicy enough already, JC. There you go. Yeah. yeah there you go, man. You know? Yeah, man. Uh, Look at that. I love chicken for Popeye, though. But, like, my man ran the car just because he, he injured five cops. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, that, that's the future. We go hard to go home, man. Go hard to go home. Vicky, Vicky. You got that right. We got this. Uh, Florida woman is arrested. After giving topless blowjobs in Walmart parking lot, random Walmart person quote, she want to do her good deed for the day. Nice. I, I mean, I heard of, I heard of Walmart, Walmart greeters before, but that takes <laughs> to a whole nother level. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. I can't yeah. even. I can't even right now. Hey, that's a whole new new position that Walmart needs to think about. Exactly. Like a Walmart top off. Are you ever doing Walmart in Vegas? That'd be, that'd be a great position in Vegas. Yeah. What we'll call her a title top shelf. Yeah. Top I just have a in my head of the the typical like seventy five year old geriatric grandmother that's usually the greeter of Walmart. Right. Right. <laughs> no, we gonna replace her with a hot chick. You know. No. It's topless. It's gonna pop you off once you get uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's good. That parking lot would be full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sales would boom. Surge. And this Tampa guy. Hey, listen, that ain't that far from you guys. You got to get out there quick. Jameis Winston. Five more problems. 
But it's today we've been hitting many oh, And God bless you. Uh, a talking cash bleep just Judy snaps on Zargon's talent agent who questions her get this to a million dollar year salary. Judy makes a million for her show? Dude, once that stuff goes into syndication, that's that's where all the money's at, bro. That's where all that any show that you've ever seen, like any sitcom, they make money while they're on the show, but when it goes to syndication and it gets played in reruns, that's where all that money comes from, bro. That's it's huge, huge money. Yeah. I I heard about this story the other day in regards to actual details. And basically what was going on over the last few years, um, I guess with whatever the, uh, the parent company is, uh, 40, or for the show, for the network, they were basically doctoring the books to make it look like the show was operating in the red. And basically what happened was they doctored the books and they were basically paying her more than what she should have actually been making at the time, just to make the make show doing really well. Mm. And so when it came back time to negotiate, you know, and she was like, hey, there is no negotiation, you know, it's $47 million or or, or or nothing. You know, like, she was going to, you know, quit. They wouldn't give her that. So, you know, I mean, but you have to judge Judy. You know, she worked the system, and, you know, and, and basically the judge said, like, nobody ever questioned uh, a male or a man, you know, in that position about how much making. So, you know, more power to her, man. You know, she could manage the system. You know, they were doing that to, you know, make it feel like the show was doing really well. And, hey, when it came down, when it came back time for them, I guess they could just go take a pay cut. And <laughs> Judy said, no, sir, to give my money. She... Could you imagine she starts throwing up the X on the back? Get out of my courtroom! Awesome. X! Go now! Bail the Judge and execution. That'd be awesome. No, I don't want that to be awesome. What's your favorite judge show? What's going on? Um, there's a, a young uh, black lady now who uh, I think she's from, she's from uh, Louisiana. I know she's uh, 40 years old. Yeah. yeah, her name is like, I want to say Keisha or something. I don't know her name, but I've, I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughters love the court shows, dude. They love the judge shows. Yeah. Um, somebody was made a Judge Mathis joke uh, the other day. He's not bad, but he's kind of stiff. He's kind of stiff for me, you know? Sir, are you high, sir? Are you high? <laughs> yeah, man. Don't forget about Judge Joe Brown also. You know, he hangs out. He hangs out. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a sis. You ain't no man. You a boy. You ain't like a man training. You, you ain't no man. <laughs> exactly. Judge Joe Brown had an old man porn stand for a black dude. That thick black old man in the 70s. Stevie Wonder, which is probably porn stand. He got that oh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Jeremy, a little hedgehog. <laughs> I believe it. So, guys, what's all the day of Three Man Weave? What did y'all take on day six? We covered a lot of ground, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And that, and that judge, uh, by the way, her name was Faith. Uh, what was last name? The young black You know what I'm talking about, I, I know, visually, I know you're talking about. I just can't, can't put a, face, a name to the face right now. Yeah, it's Faith something, man. Yeah, but she was gorgeous. I'll, I'll send you guys a picture over here. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. But, bruh, before we close up, where you got going quick this week, bro? Oh, we got going over there. Oh, it's going down once again. You know, the live karaoke experience in the city. 
right here in Memphis, Big Fourth Barton Billiard. If you're in the, if you're in the city, you're hanging out, you know, this weekend, man, come out of the have more fun in the city. Free before ten, five dollars after ten. It's going down. It's a good time. No doubt, folks. Three man weave, Boston, Memphis, JC. We out. season is fast approaching and if you're looking for an edge this season you need to contact the guys at draft day consultants the concept is a simple one. draft day consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts who then guide you through your draft whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft draft day consultants has you covered every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds even thousands of mock drafts thanks to this year-round research and analysis the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Nikki, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis.